cliffcentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brendan DeCue, the good news guy. Uh, absolutely love Tuesdays, and today is better than, than most because it is actually a public holiday in South Africa, which means that the, uh, the best of us don't have to be in studio on radio. <laughs> we get to have a little bit of downtime and, and celebrate being South African, and that is what the show is about today. We're going to be concentrating on the fact that uh, it is a public holiday in South Africa, a monumental public holiday in South Africa. It's all about the youth. It's Youth Day. And joining me in studio is a youth himself, Jason Greer. How's it going, boy? Can you, boy? I'm going to call you youth. <laughs> Fine. Well, I'm very young. You are quite young. And when I saw you outside, as you pulled in, I still mm. said, yo, uh, where's the kids? It's youth day. Don't you mm. prepare properly? You've got two little youths that we could have had Can running around. Can you imagine around. having two little youths running around while we, sh- while we uh, on air? No. No, because work. they're quite busy. Very busy. And well, not the one. The one just sits there and cries. and well, In fact, lies on his back and cries because he's only three months old. But the other one is two and a half, and as you know well. That's she'll right. be pushing buttons and all sorts. Oh, no. Yes, so today is uh, Youth Day. We're going to be chatting about Youth Day and what you can get up to in South Africa. Mm. We're also going to be bringing you the top five good news stories for this week. Change One Thing Tuesday. Be featuring a new artist called San Fran. And uh, I don't know, we may even throw in a game of heads up. You and I did say we were going to do something the next time you were on. 30 seconds. For goodness sakes, Brent. It's 30 seconds. Every time I'm supposed to do it, it's a game of 30 seconds. We can't do 30 seconds because I don't have 30 seconds here. But I do have that Ellen DeGeneres game called... Heads up, which I've had for a while as well. Well, maybe we should... I mean, we could do that. Let's do heads up. We can do heads up. We can try it, yeah. So a little bit later on in the Mm. show. Uh, First off, Jay, how you been, boy? It's been a while. You missed the first show of the month. Yes, well, because I was... um, you know, and, um, well, what, you know what? R- whatever. I'm here now. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's good to be back again. So, yeah. So thanks for having me again, as usual. It's always good to be here. I love having you in studio. You're, you're always good fun. Um, I want to play a quick song. It's, it's mm. from a new artist that we've decided to pull in for the whole show. She's going to join us. We're going to chat about the good stuff. Mm. But I first want you to hear her new single. Her name is San Fran, and this is Fierce. <laughs> San Fran, South Africa's newest and sexiest singing sensation, you immediately think that she should be gracing the pages of international glossy magazines. The irony is that this smoldering beauty does and has appeared in the likes of Sports Illustrated. 
Say what? Say what? Say what? That was her new single that we just heard. We debuted her new single, Fierce, uh, from this beautiful woman who has proven to be equally brilliant behind the microphone as she is in front of the camera. And let's not kid around. San Fran, you are beautiful. Especially Welcome to the her, studio. Especially in her bikini. I mean, you look great in the bikini. Is that what you do on Youth Day? You walk around in your bikini? Well, you got to celebrate Youth Day somehow, hey? Mm. Yeah, that's exactly so celebrated celebrate somehow. Celebrate it where you mm. feel comfortable. And I think, yeah, it's a little bit cold, but I think, Kudos to you, well then. Oh, thanks, 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 thanks. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, San Fran, we've just heard your new single. I absolutely love it. What inspired it? What is the inspira- inspiration behind Fierce? It's, it's about that, being fierce. Um, I've never been a wallflower ever in my life, and I've always taken chances and risks and yeah, danger, adrenaline junkie, that's me. So, yeah, just being fierce, and I guess to come out into the music industry is no better way than to just... Raise the bar to that so everybody knows. Nobody's going to come back going, oh, yeah. And this this is your first single. So, yes, um, I mean, it's your first that you're putting out there. Where, where do you come from? Yes, that was going to be my <laughs> question. Well done, Brent. How do you wake up in the morning and decide you're going to release a single like that that is so phenomenal? What is the, where do you come from? What, okay, what, what well, is the inspiration behind the music? Uh, well, I grew up in a, um, a little uh, Village-ish type place. No, shame, no. Let's just be proud of it. I come from El Dorado Park. Very proud of my heritage. Sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's everything, mixed bags, what you get there. Um, so mm. I grew up there. My mom's from Durban. My dad's from Joburg. We lived here all our lives. Did motor mechanics at school, oh. technical drawing. Oh, uh, I went to a technical school. I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what? I always used to, I went to a technical school. Really? Hey, you want to you want to see me put together wires like electricity? Yes, please. I am pretty phenomenal. I'd like, love to see that. I'm Mister DIY. Everything Ooh. that happens in my house yeah. is me. Really? Yeah. Uh. Get that. Although being in a technical school, one of the one of the biggest irritations in technical drawing is that my paper always used to get dirty. Like you could with pencils. You have these big mm. papers that you have to work on and do what, it, and it would just always it never came out right. It was always just uh, a bit of a mess. Okay, I guess mm. that that helps being a girl and liking to make everything pretty. You have to <laughs> actually do take care of the page. Sure, we. Sure. Yeah. So back to you. Back to oh, you. thanks mm. for that. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I did all that stuff at school. Um, went to Kimberley for a short period. My parents opened up a hotel there. Hmm. So you kind of have to go and help. The only thing about Kimberley is it's got a big hole. That, and that's like it. That's it. That's yeah, it. if you blink, you passed. That's Kimberley. Wow. But did that. Um, so sang with the band on stage there. But then came home to Joburg where you feel good. Um, where, every, where everything's happening. I know. Uh, I, I hate small towns. Yeah. I cannot do it at all. Not even if you pay me. You, you look like a city girl, even though you're sitting here in your bikini. You really look like a city girl. I mean, wh- how else do you picture city girls? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Which city have you been in? <laughs> all right. So you got back to Joburg and, uh, and back into the music industry. And did you have a band? What was the... What was the game? Playing? I had a band in, in Kimberley, but then came here and you kind of have to deal with life. Um, so you first sort those things out. And then when I started again, I started out doing my second love, which is dancing. So had a show, mm. cabaret show, burlesque type at Monte Casino. Was so, that um, at that? that says, yeah, at that place. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. My wife will know you. Yeah. So mm. you sing and dance in your underwear. At least I came in a bikini. Not sure. Correct. Well, I mean, you know. 
Whatever. Yeah, we we, we I suppose know. bikini's better. I mean, you know, Carolyn. It's, it's more politically correct. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know, there is that. So did that, and then um, had my full of that, and said, "Well, I've ticked that box. Moving on. What's next to do?" And I was like, "Well, if I'm going to, then I must." So I did. And that's and that's how you sort of yeah. dived in and released the single. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing. So you've done you've done the single. Um, are you working on a music video? Yes, we are. And, um, yeah, if you thought this, the song and the beat was fierce, it'd go, wait till you see this. You're no, a, you're I'm a, a dancer, so it's going to have tight curry and we have beautiful girls dancing as my backups and, yeah. Are you a dancer or choreographer? Um, well, I can choreograph, but, but dancer. So who's choreographing this stuff? I've got an amazing choreographer. Her name is Caroline Boucher. Yes, you would have. Yeah. I mean, she's not as good as my wife, Ursula, but you know. <laughs> you know, if I had known this, you people just don't like sharing. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, now that we've introduced you to Jason, um, I'm sure that you'll, you'll meet Ursh. And yeah, she's incredible. So uh, perhaps on your next single, which I need to bring up. You're yes, busy writing yes, your next yes, single yes, with we, one of the ducks. Um, Brendan's... Um, Producing it. Yes, yeah. yes, we know. I mean, I don't mess around. I mean, I'm talking to you. Why am I not going to go and get Brendan from Rubber Duck? That is amazing. <laughs> they are, the ducks are one of my favorite African, um, African, what a terrible thing to say. South African entertainers, bands. We do uh, live on the continent, Africa, so well, it's okay. you know, I'd say more <laughs> South African. But I do, I absolutely love them. I do yeah. a lot of work with them. Um, just the other day, we did the Twitter Blanket Drive that I was emceeing, and uh, Nick and the boys got up, and, and they know how to start a party. No, they do. Their music just rocks. They do. They're, they're phenomenal. So you know what? I'm hoping that by working with them, some of it rubs off on me. You know, put your ducks in a row. Ha! <laughs> um, so yeah, you, you, you working there. Do you, how, what is that process like? Are you sitting in a studio? Are you on couches? Are you at a dining room table? Are you behind a piano? Well, at the moment, how it is, is we've got a songwriter. He, he wrote the song for us. Um, he's Emil Struig. I mean, he does lots of work with the Afrikaans music scene. So he's trying to do the English thing here. So we gave him a chance. And at the moment, we have the guide track to it. We have the lyrics. And all we do is we sit around and listen and go over ideas and bounce things off. I mean, from what it started out as to what it's going to be as an end product is going to be so different, yet it's going to be kept the same, you know? It's so exciting. So, yeah, we're bouncing ideas, but we do go into studio next week to put everything into place. Wow. You know, my, my, my question to you, Bianca, is, uh, San Fran, <clears throat> is um, with regards to singing English in South Africa, I mean, the competition is <laughs> fierce. Me, fierce. Um, <laughs> how are you getting around it? Well, I guess um, I owe some of that confidence to be able to do it and knock it with the fact that I did theater. Mm. So singing theater, irrespective of where you are, the pronunciation and enunciation of words, you've got to knock it all the time. And I guess sometimes what South African English singers want to do is want to try and sound American. Mm. And we cut our words off and, and then we don't have any unique style. We we look like a bad copy. Yeah. Um, That's cool. So yes, I mean it's it is fierce. There are people there who have been slogging away. But yeah, I'm not scared of hard work and Good. I'm not afraid of competition either. Okay. Would you consider singing Afrikaans? I can. Mm. I, I'm, because Baal in Afrikaans. Ek, ek. 
I can urge you prat net so biki, but um, my my Afrikaans is pretty shocking. My grandmother's Afrikaans, and when I was younger, it, it was a lot better. I think as you get older, you sort of lose it. You, you and I've I've circle. at a point now where I literally will will see my Oma and be like, um, hello Oma, who handed today? Like it just my Afrikaans is sort of out the window. Yeah, yeah no, I've I've I grew up in a community where it was predominantly Afrikaans. And yeah, my father spoke Afrikaans as his first language, so you kind of have to. You kind of have to. Yeah. You spoke a little bit about um, playing live and, and that you uh-huh. used to do the cabaret stuff, and in Kimberley you had the band. Are you, are you doing live gigs here in Joburg? Well, we're busy um, setting my band together, so once we finalized all of them, uh, we're definitely going to be hitting the gigging scene again. Uh, but yeah, I did do Lucita Land, you know. Um, which was live, which was, yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, looking forward to the rest. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, Lazita Land here in South Africa, I used to go to when I was a, a lot younger as well. But that, I don't know, like I just, I don't venture out to Turfantine anymore. Yeah, no, look, it was a like great experience at District. <laughs> yeah, no, listen, when the crime lights come on, you know. <laughs> get out of there, get yeah, out of there. You know, I know there's, I know you're recording albums, uh, recording singles, um, et cetera, but I mean, you wouldn't say no to like doing corporate work, um, doing no, extravaganza shows and that sort of not stuff. Not at all. Know? Okay. Love that. Yeah. You know, that cabaret style. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. Amazing. Because mm. from an eventing point of view, I mean, there's always the opportunities. There's always yes. events yeah. and corporate gigs. It's, it's huge. That's what, okay. that's what people are Just looking putting for. putting it out there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Any corporates that are listening, uh, yeah. San Fran is available right now. Yes. And so am I to MC. Well, there we go. You just got a double whammy. Well, there we go. That's a corporate, corporate, (laughs) uh, corporate events in a box. Sure. Ah, Well, there we go. And you know what, Brent? You can even organize the event. (sighs) It just happens like this. This is the good (laughs) stuff. And, and we concentrate all about, uh, good news and, and sort of feel good stuff. You are actually part of a charity. Do something with an organization called Read My Lips. Yes. No, um, that happened in the month of April, uh, where, you took a stand and, and you know, it wasn't an aggressive campaign. It was more passive aggressive because all you had to do to show support on that month, well, in that month was to put red lipstick on. And it may seem like a small thing. Okay. You know, put red lipstick on, but it does make a profound impact. I mean, um, you're standing up for women abuse on any level. Um, and I just feel that it's absolutely disgusting that we somehow have managed to create a society where people in general think it's okay and it's cool. And it really is not. It, it needs to stop. So I try to do my little bit there. And, I mean, that was just that campaign for the month. But and behind the scenes, I mean, there's places like um, Refill Warehouse that um, I love to – you know, try and help out. I mean, my dear friend Debbie, she's the principal there. So we're always chatting, always trying to do things. And then, yeah, you know, women, girls, children, I mean, just, just humanity needs to be taken care of. I think that's, and, and that's one of the biggest things about a day like today, which is Youth Day, is that every year we commemorate or we c- celebrate certain days for one day. And mm, then, uh, then you exactly. forget about them and, yes. and the next sort of, uh, I don't know, 365 days pass. And then you're like, again, you, you get back to youth day and then you're like, oh, whoa. That's a good point, Brent. Hector Peterson, mm. like we need to remember him. Yeah. His mother, oh, or it is his mother, she got interviewed. And in one of the, the interviews, she actually brought that up. She said she's very appreciative that people think of her son, but it's, they, they forget him for 364 yeah. days of the year. So I think it's important to uphold that. Yes. And, and if you have a cause like Red My 
Apocalypse, which is the whole month of April, it takes it away from just Youth Day or Women's Day or 16 days of activism. It turns it into every day of activism. And really, um, I, I'm all about the amplification. And like you said, it might just be red lipstick. But actually, it's not because it's a bunch of women that are all amplifying that cause by just putting on red lipstick. So that's actually what it's about is it the is, amplification. I mean, that's, that's the cool thing about supporting a cause that's close to your heart and wanting to change it is that, yes, it seems small, but small things amount to big things eventually, you know, it, it escalates. And so you should just do it. I mean, you may think, okay, I'm feeling silly for doing it only now, but when are you going to start now? Exactly. Exactly. I want to get into something that we do every week, and it is is that time of the show. Uh, we generally have our little our little English bird that's bringing us the good news, but we've actually sent her. <laughs> bird. And that bird. wasn't a derogatory comment at all. No. No. In England, they call them birds. Well, also, she is like, she's, a, she's like a bird. She's like a, like like a, a bird. Yes. She eats little bits of yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so um, we have the good stuff, which generally uh, is brought to us by Nikki, but we've sent her back over to England so that she can go brush up on her accent. Please. Because it was getting a little bit dirty. It was her. So we, we've sent her back over there to go and just sort out her accent. Cool. Um, and she should be back in a couple of weeks. So instead, I'll bring you the good news stories. Oh, that's fine. And uh, And because it's... Youth Day in mm-hmm. South Africa today. Mm-hmm. I've decided to keep all of them South African as well. So it's a couple of things that that uh, that happened last week and up to yesterday mm-hmm. on social media. And the first one that I'm going to bring up is is a girl, and we'll we'll call it fifth place because it is it usually happens like that, right? Mm-hmm. Five, four, three, Five, two, one, kind of. So in fifth place we have Kelly Griever who offers free guitar lessons in Mabuneng Precinct in town for underprivileged kids every Sunday. Do they have guitars? No, she brings it all to them. Oh, she brings the guitars as well. It's up to 25 children she's given classes to on a Sunday. She comes into the heart of um, Johannesburg. And it's all about unity. It's all about bringing the kids together. It's about giving them an opportunity that they might not use. Well, they wouldn't have. They they, they wouldn't even have an instrument. So here they get given lessons by someone who is studying music, which I think is flippin' rad. It's it's really a cool sort of idea. I, I believe in charity, it's not always about money. Mm. And obviously, um, the, some great sponsors have come on board to be able to give her those guitars, but it's more about her time no. to take a couple of hours out on a Sunday and to really just give back to the community mm. in such a simple way. She's almost jealous. For what? You want to go for lessons? No, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I'd love to be the, why can't I think about these things as well, man? I don't want to say guitar lessons, but it's just... People just come up with these ideas, and you're like, why wasn't it me? Like you with your YouTube sensation where you just gave a man some stuff like... I'm just, you know, I'm so glad there are people in this world like you. I was telling, I was telling people, uh, yesterday because last week I was, I mean, I'm incredibly blessed. I am really blessed and, and I'm very thankful for every moment that I'm given. But last week, Tuesday, Nissan gave me a new car, which is unreal. They've given me a car. Um, to do charity work with. Mm-hmm. Just here is a vehicle, uh, literally use this vehicle as a vehicle to do good, mm-hmm. uh, which is incredible. And I had a group of people, I mean, we'll, we'll get into what I did on Saturday, um, and the car's really come into good use. Mm-hmm. But on, on Sunday, I was showing family members the car, and, and my, my one liner was, Feed homeless people because people will give you cars. <laughs> it is really the truth. If you do good, it comes back to you in so many ways. Yeah. So we're hoping that Kelly gets gets sure. her way with, uh, you know. Sure. 
if anybody wants to sort of get on board. All of the stories that I talk about are always put up online as well. So you can catch them there. There'll be a link to her little Facebook so you can get a hold of her. The fourth story uh, coming in number four place is Johnny Clegg got this yes. huge thing from the Queen. Order of the British Empire. Say what? Say what? That's amazing. Sir Johnny Clegg, if you don't mind. Now it is. Sir Johnny Clegg. And it's not just because of his music. It's because of the activism and what he's done for so many years, um, which is just phenomenal. He's a good guy. I think it's amazing. Like a South African now, he's Sir Johnny Clegg. I mean, it's just, it's so cool. You know, yeah. they usually, those sort of border of the British Empire is usually reserved for people who live overseas, you know, famous actors and whatnot. Who, now we've got a very own South African, and he's such a down to earth, humble chap as well. Yeah. You know, he's just, yeah. Good stories. Right. When, they, when they asked him about it, he, he said, having worked with the end conscription campaign, the trade union movement, and free the children in detention campaign. He's done so many things, mm. but he's humble. He just said, I'm, I'm taken back. I, I actually, it's such a big thing to to take on board, mm. which is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Very cool for Johnny Clegg. Mm. Very cool. In in third place, um, we have a taxi driver who should actually be the president, mm-hmm. I think, of South Africa, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. He uh, he picked up his, and I, we all do this. So I, I'm going to say the word. I hate taxis. They sure. Dr- they drive me up the wall. Sure. When I'm on traffic in the morning, I have to use William Nickel, oh. and they've just upgraded. The roads, which is fantastic, and they've built these amazing pavements on both sides for pedestrians to walk. And when the tra- taxis to drive. when the, when the traffic is bad, the taxis get onto the pedestrian walkway, um, and they use it as like their own taxi lane. Mm. And everybody just jumps out the way. Mm. So uh, my idea, and, and majority of South Africans, we don't like taxis. Mm. But this is a cool story about a taxi driver who was doing his rounds and he was picking up people, and someone in the taxi saw the story. Uh, Saw it all unfold, and she put it on her Facebook. A gent got into the taxi, and he said to the driver, um, I'm two rand short, so like, can you take me as far as you can take me, but I won't be able to go all the way. And the driver said, not a problem, hop in, Like, it's cool, let's not stress about it. And they were driving, and the driver asked the gentleman, where are you going? Like, you're obviously going somewhere, and you need to get there, so where are you going? And the little chap said um, he's just finished his degree that he studied for a couple of years, and he's going for his first job interview. The taxi driver then said, and I'm not going to repeat it. I'm going to actually give this to Jason because your African lingo is amazing. Like, you could pull this off. You you could be on Zanzi. Sure. Ish. I was. So (laughs) he he gave the kid – he didn't want to take the kid's money. He gave him 10 rand, so gave him out of his own pocket, mm. gave him money. And he said to him, don't give up, brother, and don't become one of those young boys in the township who smoke nayope. Go and get the job. He has money for you to get back home and, and use this opportunity to do good within yourself. He took as a selfless act. He, that is a leader. Like, that's someone that's really flippant cool. And what's really cool is the chick that was in the taxi, she stopped the taxi driver. She was like, Take a selfie with me because you're that amazing. And she put his number plate up on her Facebook, which um, I put it up on my Facebook, and it's had over 10,000 shares. Mm. Uh, that people just go, this is a cool guy. Know that when you're catching a lift with this taxi driver, he's actually looking after the kids. And it's so cliche. But they're our future. Mm. So he really is giving them that opportunity, which is amazing. Hmm. 
That's very app. cool, man. She's that's lucky. Very cool story. Usually taxi drivers are these arrogant buggers who actually don't give a crap what's happening on the road. They're just looking after themselves and making sure that they can get their passengers from A to B as quickly as possible exactly. and as dangerously as possible. Exactly. Mm. And here's this one guy that stands that's out. That's amazing. So that's it's on the Brendan the Q page if you want to see that story. It's also on this new page called South African. Cool. Which is a cool page that's out there. The second, uh, number two. In number two, we mm-hmm. have the gentleman who went to Hirsch's to fix his electric frying pan. I don't know if you saw that last week. No. So this guy went into Hirsch's to fix his electric frying pan. He took it to the repair lady, and the repair lady said, um, unfortunately, it's going to cost more to fix this guy than for you to buy a new, buy a new one. one yeah. buy a new but one. That often, that's often the case with these, these electronic appliances. I think that's why they make them that way. Yeah. You know, and there was a gentleman who was standing next door to him, and he overheard the conversation. And this poor dude who bought in his electric frying pan didn't have enough money to buy another one. Mm-hmm. So, like, he'd he'd put money aside, he'd budgeted to fix the electric frying pan, but he didn't have money to get a brand new one. And uh, and this this oak that was standing next to him decided to buy him a new frying pan. He yeah. picked up the frying pan, and as the dude was walking very sad outside of the Hershes with his broken broken electric frying pan, the guy followed him and gave him the electric frying pan. Yeah. And um, again, they, they, there was a person who saw the whole story unfold at Hershes. Um, they took the photo, they put it up onto their uh, their Facebook. That had five hundred eighty-seven thousand shares. That story. That's a viral good news story. That's amazing. People want good news. People want to hear the stuff because yeah, exactly. a lot of the time, and the show I did last week was all about, please, if you want to hear it, go catch the podcast. Mm. It was all about how you choose what you share. And when you share negativity all over your Facebook, oh, yeah. that's your news feed, buddy. Yeah, you need to own that. Mm. And here are stories that people are actually sharing mm. that are really good news stories. Really good news stories. The final one I have, and it's a number one place, it actually had a hashtag called Cakegate. Last week. I don't know if you saw it. The girl with cake. Yes. What an amazing story. That was story. awesome. Jason, where have you where been? Where have you been? <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> okay. I feel out of touch here. So sure. there's this girl, and she's got a blog. Her blog is called Girl with, girl with Cake. Mm-hmm. And her idea about just creating a little bit of happiness in the world and making someone's day is giving um, people cake. She bakes mm. these elaborate cakes. They are unreal. Stunning. Yeah, amazing stuff. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. And she'll, and, and like she's been questioned before, like interviewed, not questioned, that sounds like the CIA was there. <laughs> she's been interviewed before where people go, how do you choose the person that you're going to give the cake to? And she said, she, it's, I mean, it's the universe. Sometimes it takes her five minutes. Sometimes it takes her three hours that she'll drive around in her car looking for someone to pass this little bit of happiness on. And she posted um, as well, she posted a little post about her finding this guy in Sanson, a homeless man. What was his name? Samson. Tick, you know the story. <laughs> no, I read it. No, no wonder I was there. No wonder I was there. You're going to stay for the whole show. Jason, you're not coming back next month. All right, I'm going. Um, yeah, so she handed over this cake and someone had given her all the ingredients were sponsored. So it's not like she spent an arm and a leg on making this beautiful lint cake. All the ingredients were sponsored, and then at the same time, she gave him a bag with um, a, a warm shirt, a hoodie, new shoes, socks, and underwear. Mm-hmm. She gave him new underwear. And the oh, thing is there, so again, amazing, yeah. such a simple it's, thing, yeah. but where does a homeless person who has no money have extra money to buy new underwear? Mm-mm. So it was a really cool gesture. Mm. She put that on Facebook, and it, it flippin' went viral. It, that properly went viral last week. And then the reason why I said there was a hashtag is because all these philanthropists 
who really do good and the people that are part of the charity all started knocking her because she gave away a cake instead of like giving fresh broccoli and promises. No, man. So she kind of had a little lambasting online that people were going, how can you give away cake? Like you should be, I don't know, using the money to put these people in school or whatever the deal was. I was a homeless man. I'd much rather have a cake than a bowl of broccoli. Thank you very much. You know, you need something to uplift you and make you feel good. And and there's nothing better than a a slice of beautiful cake. In fact, a whole cake that's just been given to you, plus new clothes and stuff. Thank you very much, Lord Jeepers. I mean, if you see the photo, you'll, and I'll show you in a bit, Jay. It's such Mm. a cute, he actually kisses the cake. He kisses the little Ferrero Rocher balls. It's amazing. I feel like punching all those other philanthropists. Well, we'll find them. We'll find them. This is Youth Day, and for Youth Day, we will punch. No, we won't. (laughs) (laughs) Worst worst idea. idea. (laughs) This is Brent, the the good news guy, apparently. (laughs) Um, This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. We'll be right back. Hmm. And that's where we have our second break. If you'd like to put in an ad there, you can. Mr. Producer, yes, whoever's working on this backtrack. <laughs> Brent's looking at me. It doesn't mean yeah, that I'm going to do it. I hope you are. All right. And in three, two, one. Welcome back. Youth Day is uh, today, 16th of June. It's a public holiday in South Africa, and it commemorates a protest that happened in Soweto. Do you guys know what Youth Day is all about? Shopville massacre. Yeah, that's exactly what mm. it was. 1976, it's when uh, Hector Peterson, when that famous photo yeah. of him being carried um, by, by one of his brothers or whoever it was. I think it was his sister. No, his sister was in front no, of the photo. His sister was, yeah. And it became a famous, iconic photo, incredibly sad. Um, but what those people did back in 19, those students, because that's what they were. They were youth. There were no cell phones. Mm. There was no WhatsApp. There was no Twitter. They didn't make a Facebook group to change the world. Mm. They, it was all underground. They had these secret meetings where they were discussing with, with each other that they were going to march. And if for whatever reason you might not know why, it was because the government of South Africa was trying to implement Afrikaans as our first language. That includes us as white people. So everybody. No, not as their first language. Sure. Promises, Jay. Really? Yeah. Good that's, grief. that's what it was all about. And, um, oh. we were all from that point. The whole of South Africa was going to be taught in Afrikaans. Cheapest. That is what they were, what they were marching against. And these students got them. up. They, and like I said, there was no technology to send little SMSs or create WhatsApp groups and, and tell people what was going on. There was little letters being shared and, and sort of by word of mouth. And all these kids were getting together at night to plan this. And on June 16th, 1976, they marched and they marched for every single South African, South African's rights. Um, the, the police at the time, were brutal. It were, I mean, it, that's what it was all about. And they shot bullets, real bullets, rubber bullets. They they did the whole bank shoots, and a lot of people died for our right to speak whatever language we wanted. Mm. So I think um, to look back on that uh, is a is a huge sort of thing, and to remember that. Mm. Um, I've made a list because I mentioned it earlier on. So on like Youth Day today, we all get together because it's a public holiday, and South Africans love public holidays. Not when you're in your own business. Not public holiday sucks. Oh, because then you just yeah. How you supposed to get paid for that day? Exactly. <laughs> um, we love public holidays, and we all get together, and we have a big fat bry, and then tomorrow we actually have no idea why. Mm. Or, or does it even matter? So I want everybody to understand that Youth Day is massive in South Africa, and you should all remember mm-hmm. that pe- there were people that fought for our rights. But that's it. Even if it's just like a 30-second or a minute thing, understand that the public holiday is not just a day to wake up late or be hungover from the night before. No. Um, but it is just a day that has been put aside 
to remember exactly what had happened years ago, regardless if it was Youth Day or Remembrance Day or you know, even Workers' Day to a certain degree. It's just, you know, think about the day, just even for a minute. A hundred percent. Just talk about it, for goodness sakes. Like we are right now. Exactly. Yeah. And there's, there's a bunch of things that you can do on Youth Day as well to educate and inform yourselves, your family, your kids. I mean, when your kids are old enough, I'm sure you'll, you'll put them through the masses and take them to museums and such. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. One of the coolest things is on Youth Day, a lot of the museums in South Africa are free. Mm. So, yes, I didn't know that. To, good, huh? to go and educate yourself about mm. the history of South Africa. Cool. Um, there's also a flippin' cool tour that I went on a couple of months ago, which is South Africa's Red Bus Tour. Mm. Oh, did you go on it? How's Man, that? Man, that thing is amazing. Really? Yeah. You learn so much about South Africa. And we took little Matthew, he was 11 at the time, and um, just big eyes like this mm. because it is such cool history you drive through the streets of Johannesburg they show they show you like the oldest building which is the South African post office it's burnt down twice it's still standing correct um, they are redoing it they're revamping they? it yeah they're gonna a, f- a friend of mine was heading that toll um, uh, what do you call it drive to rebuild it again um, in fact, you should actually have him on your show one day. We'll do that. Brian, yeah. We'll do that. That's very, very cool. cool. Yeah. You drive past, um, last year was a, there was a thing that was going around Johannesburg where they wanted people to realize that we have historical value in South Africa, even though we're only like 150 years old. Our history is very young. Which is quite crazy. Um, they wanted to show the historical value and remind people that we do have this history. So it's the craziest thing. They splattered pink paint on, on buildings in Joburg that they were like, remember these buildings? And they threw pink paint. It looks phenomenal. And the tour takes you past some of these pink buildings that have been like painted pink, which is rad. They take you past um, one of the things which I never knew. Right uh, after Newtown, when you go over Nelson Mandela Bridge, sort of you're heading into town. I don't know what that road is. It's right there by Turbine Hall. Just before there are a bunch of apartments that are all made out of brick. Mm. It's all just this red brick. Mm -hmm. And that is known as Bricktown because that is where all the bricks in South Africa were manufactured back in the day when it started. So really cool stuff that the Red Bus Tour sort of gives you this Mm -hmm. history about South Africa, Joburg, um, I recommend it for anybody. If you're, if you're around the area today, get down Good. to either Park Station or Goldroof City, jump on one of the Red oh, Bus tours cool, and learn a little bit about our history, nice. which I think is cool. There's also, um, the Hector Peterson Memorial in mm-hmm. Soweto. And there's two things that happen there. You can either go to the actual museum, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The, the history there is crazy. Or you can do the walking tour where they take you on the same route with the kids. The kids did, yeah. yeah. Now, we met Hector Peterson's, um, sister who works at the museum itself. Wow. Um, so she's there as a, as a patron or as a, I don't know what, but she works there and you can meet her and have you photo taken with her as well? If you want to. That is amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Anywho. Very cool. I've got, uh, I think it's four more things, just, um, stuff to be a part of today because mm-hmm. it is youth day. And, uh, the first is children's homes. I think it's so important. And it was something I touched on earlier on Saturday in my little, Noddy car. I went off and I took a whole bunch of baby clothes to a place in Randburg called the Lighthouse Baby Shelter. One of the most phenomenal things I've ever done. 18 kids. We, I went down slides. Haven't done that in years. Mm-hmm. Playing on the trampolines. And I got to know the most amazing little kids. There's 18 kids that live in this home. Well looked after. Mm-hmm. So it's not sad in mm-hmm. any way. Okay, good. Yeah. And um, they are like at one point, I mean, this is so horrible they don't have parents 
which mm-hmm. is so sad, but they have each other. Yeah. And when we were sitting there and like I, I met the one kid, his name was Steven. He was four years old, the coolest dude I've ever met in my life. He walked up to me and I was like, hey, bro, what's your name? And he went, I'm Steven. And I was like, Steven, you're a cool dude. How old are you? He went, I'm four, but you're a cool dude. Like we had the coolest conversation and he knew everybody's backstory in the home. He was like, that's Rebecca. And Rebecca, it was her birthday last month. And we all went to Spur. And I got the coolest balloon. And I was like, this this is a cool place to go. So there's a lot of homes in Joburg. There's a lot of these places. And I can tell you for free and for nothing that the youth that do not have families or parents, all they want is time. Mm. For you to go hang so, out yeah. with them. And they, 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 they're kids. So you would know. You've got kids. They were fighting to sit on my lap. That's all they wanted, just to park on my lap. Eat their like knickknacks and yeah. sit on my lap. And we had to have a row with queues of people that like swapped laps. You know, it's, it's funny eh? when you got kids, and I mean, you'll you'll stem psalm with me here, oh, well. uh, Sempre. Is when you got kids, it just brings everything into a, into light to, to say. I mean, you go to these children's homes and you see these kids without parents, and you just imagine your own kid being in that situation. You just, oh, my heart. It breaks. So to hear a story like you saying that they've got each other and they're actually just so cool and they're well looked after and stuff, it makes me quite. It is. And, and there are, there's a bucket load of volunteers because we were there. We had come at the first time that I've ever been there. We came to deliver a whole bunch of goods. Uh, thanks to Simonetta, very good friend of mine. She collected all these baby goods to go and give over to them. Um, there was a little baby there. She was five months old. She had been left on the doorstep of the home. The home is the lighthouse baby shelter. She'd been left on the doorstep. The doorbell rang at two months old. Oh. And there was this little baby like you check oh Hey? Yeah, I know. Heart would break. Kiwi. Her name was Kiwi. We got to play with her as well. She was very cute. So yeah, I got got to spend some cool time and the volunteers um again, I'd I only went there that Saturday and I definitely want to go back. But there were volunteers that I met, a couple, Dion and his his girlfriend, who go every Saturday. They go to hang out with the kids. And the one little girl, she was the oldest girl there, her name was Michelle, eleven years old. She's got this huge piano recital happening at her school uh at the end of the month. And the volunteers are going to watch her. Well, that's very special. So it is cool. There's, there's really good people out there. If you're looking for something to do on Youth Day or maybe just after Youth Day, because it doesn't just have to be about today, you can continue your own legacy. Get to some of these places. There's an amazing one as well called Oasis Haven where they look after children orphaned by AIDS. So if their parents died of AIDS, um, they'll, they'll sort of bring you in. You can volunteer. You can go give them stuff. You can really just, again, these kids just want to, they want time. It's your time. Take an hour out of your day. It's something really cool. You you mentioned refillware. Yes. What is refillware? Because you mentioned that, well, and I've got it listed here as one of the things I need to talk yes, about. Yes, refillware is a school. So um, it's a school that they run from donations and everything to put kids in an underprivileged situation through school. Oh wow! But they've also got a nursery that they've added on where parents do just tend to leave. Babies, you know, so they need to look after them. So it's everything that goes into taking care of a child, not just physically, but emotionally too. And they've got a wonderful complement of staff there. I mean, those ladies are, they are just true, true heroines. They see to everything. I know the principal, she's a friend of mine, Debbie, and there was one child who was sick and the parents just could not care less. She took the child, put it in a car. Took her to the doctor, got her medication, sorted it out. And I guess that that's what makes Refillway so special for me is that you have people in those positions where they need to look after them that are. 
Yeah, because so many times you get this, and so you get a subsidy or a grant or whatever, and the children aren't being taken care of. But at least here, which is why I like Refillway so much, is that you can see the change they're making because those kids are seriously downtrodden and nobody wants to do anything. So I was having dinner last night with uh, with someone who's actually quite famous in South Africa, Philip Muman. He used to be on Igoli. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were sitting chatting and we were talking about like up-and-coming stars and, and hard roles. And he said the most profound thing, which I can only think of now, is that people that, like sometimes he'll go to the spa and people will recognize him and they'll be like, oh, it does. Philip, come, can I have your autograph or whatever? And he, he said, I'm not a celebrity at all. Uh, the celebrities, the celebrities are those people. There are those people that are looking after kids. It's the single moms who work a full day and get her, you, those are the real heroes of South Africa. Uh, the moms and dads that, and, and the, the, the not moms and dads that are looking after the youth of South yeah, Africa. Definitely. Those are the people that need to be put on a pedestal and put all over our TVs and get books written about them because that's the important part of, of looking after our future. Well, you see, that's the thing. I mean, just going back to that whole celeb culture for a moment, um, as soon as people get themselves on TV, they honestly believe that they're celebs. People will come up to you and go, oh, I must take a photo with you because you're a celeb. My job is nothing different to your job. I'm just, my job just happens to be on TV. Yours isn't. Don't treat me any differently to how I would treat you. That's how I said. So well done to Philip for saying that. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good guy. I had a yeah, good he's fun very with him cool. Last night, good fun. Okay, so that's that's pretty much it for Youth Day. I want to catch up with some of the stuff that you have because you missed the first show of the month, and we generally do like a what to look forward to, what's going on. Mm-hmm. We are already mm-hmm. in the middle of the month, so what I was looking forward to has already happened, and I'll tell you the two things. We'll talk about them. I'm going to go into detail about them. Yeah. Uh, which you're going to hate me for. Uh, Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking forward to Jurassic World since the trailer came out like in December last year. And I got the opportunity over the weekend to go watch it. I went to that Il Grande thing, the big oh. cinema, where when, when something happens on the left side of the screen, you have to move your head left to see <laughs> what's going it's on. So it's so big. <laughs> and then like to the right, you're like, what? It's a little bit crazy. So we went and watched it there. I would say that Jurassic World is one of the best movies of 2015 this far, really. And in the Jurassic Park franchise, it is the best. Mm. It was phenomenal. Although nothing can beat Jurassic Park 1 because it was the first time we were actually ever exposed to such cinematic artistry. I promise you, Jason Greer, if you see what this movie has in store for you, <laughs> you'll understand. It really is. Okay. It's epic. And and they they pay homage to mm. Jurassic Park 1 throughout the whole movie. There's just all these, because now the logo's changed and it's blue and it's Jurassic World, yeah. but that red and yellow logo is all over the place. Yeah. There's a guy that like wears a t-shirt um, he's one of the controllers in the in the room, and he's got the Jurassic Park T-shirt. And um, the the big director comes in, and she goes, "Where did you get that? You know that that that, that park was a it was a mess. Everybody died. It was terrible." And he was like on eBay for like ten thousand dollars. This is a collector's <laughs> item. So it cool. was really it was really a good movie, and it was something really phenomenal. I would say go and watch it. Mm. It apparently has broken the box office mm. um, this weekend, and. They have scheduled to do more. So Chris Pratt has signed on for like a new franchise yeah, cool. of Jurassic World. And you'll see in the movie, it can carry on. Okay, good. Something happens. Shh. I won't tell you. Shush. Uh, one <laughs> thing about it though. So it was released on the 12th of June worldwide, which South Africa got right. Tick the box. But so was the game. The game, which is um, Lego Jurassic World. I'm addicted to the Lego series. Hey? Addicted. 
I love them. I think they're so clever. The game. The game. They're wonderful. They're really cool. Have you never played it? No. What Can't are you talking you about? Lego men that run oh, I see. Lego the game. Oh, it's not a movie so called The Game. No. Oh, I see. We were just talking about movies game. and then suddenly we're talking about The Game. No, bro. It's Jurassic World. Yes. Lego, the game. Oh, I see. Yes. I understand the it's Lego game. Yes. So that w- that was meant to be released on the 12th of June as well. But I went everywhere. I went to all those game shops. I went to, I don't know what they're mm-hmm. called, the Look and Listens, the mm-hmm. Dion Wired's. I was asking everybody from Friday. I was like, Brew, where's the game? Like, 12th yeah. of June. I just ordered it online. On the, well, here's the thing. Oh. On your PS4, you can click You can a button. go and buy it in the PS4. Yeah, but, 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 but. I did it. Why? <laughs> because you, you can. can? No, no, you can. But you know what? You go into the PS4 game store. Mm. My gosh, those movies are like 300 rand more expensive than the Cheaper. Ones no. Cheaper. No, they're not. Cheaper. No, they're not. We will have the say When we do dinner or whatever, we'll okay. go into it and we'll take okay. a look. <laughs> take, for example, the new Batman movie uh, game that's coming out. Yes. Um, in stores, I think it'll be retailing for about 850 or something like that. Yeah. Online, it's 1,200. What? On the PS4 game store. It, that's what happens. That's Plus, bad. you still got to download the stupid thing. Well, look, my download took about 40 minutes, and the whole thing was downloaded, which wasn't bad. Jeez, like, how many gigs is the game? It was about 13, 14, but it did it quickly. Oh, it like, did it super yeah. fast. And I checked beforehand all my other games, like Destiny and all of that stuff. When you put the disc into your PS4, Mm. It downloads the whole game yes. onto your PS4. Yeah, sure. You don't know. need the disc oh. again. You don't it's need there. the disc. No, you do need the disc still yeah. to play the, games. The disc, so the disc is only to, you have to put it in yeah, because it registers that you didn't game. steal it, but it's, it's all on your hard drive. I see, I see, I see. Correct. See. If you download it, if you just push the download button, mm. it takes 40 minutes. The whole game is on your hard drive forever. Mm. And it's there. And I got it, and everybody else in South Africa doesn't have it because the game is not in South Africa yet, but I do. So that is globalization. Mm. That is the digital world, and I'm thankful to be living in it right Mm. now. I was riding dinosaurs on Sunday, my little Lego men. I was fighting them. It was amazing. (laughs) It's very funny. I just downloaded the demos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh gosh! The other thing that I want to talk about, which I was excited for, was the end of Game of Thrones, which happened on Monday morning at yes, 3 a.m. South African time. I know a lot of you may have not watched it because you're all busy. Jason clearly hasn't. He no, hasn't no, ordered it, but he needs to get to yes, it. Yes, we'll get to it. Um, this year's season, oh, the season was really slow. Like the beginning of it was really slow, and then in the middle, it like hit a tipping point. Did you watch the last? Not. It was like episode nine. Yes. Where she flies on the flipping dragon. The dragon. How kiff was that, hey? We've been waiting for that since yeah, episode one. one. Episode one four years ago. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So really cool stuff happening. The end of Game of Thrones was shocking. <laughs> the whole series was just, my mouth was open the whole time. What they did to that queen, uh, I'm not going to say. I won't ruin it for I you I won't ruin now. it. But what they did to that queen, um, it, as a story arc, whatever was going on there, incredible. As an actress, I don't know how she did it. If you watch what I'm talking about, you'll understand. It really just, um, it was, it was intense. Okay. You I'm haven't just, seen it yet. Well, you just keep it quiet. Just keep <laughs> it, keep it on the lowdown. Well, what, what's, what, what else is we all going to chat about, uh, about Brent? Hmm? Let's carry on. Let's carry on this conversation. Last season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so what else is happening in your well, you, world? You've got something. You said you, you found something that okay. charges things. So here's the thing. So I host a show called Tech Report, which is all about gadgets and, you know, all these things that I get to review. Uh, one of the newest things that I'm getting to review now is a thing called Rescue Power. Um, in fact, uh, duh, duh, duh. I've got a YouTube link on it. It's actually it's quite embarrassing. But um, Can you send me that YouTube link? Because once you've finished telling us what it is. Mm. Okay, we can um, do that. Yeah. I'll just post it online. You can just actually just YouTube rescue power. Ah. Anyway, R-E-S-Q power. Anyway, so um, this thing, it's about the size of, I suppose, uh, it's iPhone 6 Plus, for example, a little bit fatter. And it's a power bank, a portable power bank. We all know what power banks are. They mm-hmm. charge your cell phones. This one charges your cell phones, your tablets, your laptop, um, and even jumpstarts your car. How wow, is how that? awesome is that? So, need cables. Well, here's the thing. It comes all, and I've actually got it in my car. Um, it comes in this like cool little, uh, foldable pouch. Open it up. It's got the jumper leads there. It's got a number of different, uh, connections for whatever laptop you've got. It's got the charger there to charge it. Obviously, it's got a car charger to charge in your car. Um, and it like lasts, the, the charge will last up to six months. What? So you can charge it once, stick it in your cover hole. Stick it in your cover for six months. So just yeah. sit there. It's amazing, eh? So How long a, does it take to charge that guy? Uh, it takes a couple of hours okay, so for a fully char- full, full charge. And I don't know how many times you can jumpstart your car with one charge, but I had to jumpstart my car this morning, funny oh. enough, um, and it's, and it's got five blue indicators on the side to see how fully charged it is. After the jumpstart, it's still got five blue indicators, so I reckon I can I'd, jumpstart it again. I would say a few that times. one jumpstart should be enough because then you can get to where you need to go and sort it out. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, there we go. Exactly. One should be enough. But if, if you may need it for whatever reason, yes, there exactly. might be a little bit more. And what's nice about it is that you just stick it on your battery, turn the car on, instant startup, take it off, and you're on your way. No having to worry someone else saying, no, have you got jumper leads or jumper cables? So sorry to inconvenience you. Sometimes you think it's a scam. Someone comes to me and asks for jumper cables, and I'm like, piss off. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can now uh, eradicate all of those... Um, all of those uh, inconveniences. Is that is that a South African product? It is a not. Uh, it is from China. From China. Um, but what's happening is you're getting these South African companies who are bringing it here, branding it themselves, and making it their own. Fantastic. So there's Curious. a new one coming out this week, actually. Um, a friend of mine's actually bringing it over. So there's Rescue Power. There's going to be this new one as well coming out this week. Um, and, you know, they all do essentially the same thing. What is going to happen, though, is going to be a price war. Who's going to be cheaper than the other? So the one that I've got in my car is about, one no, it's about two thousand rand, and the one that's going to come out this week, I think, is going to be like seventeen hundred rand. Wow! So I don't know. We'll see. Very but cool. yeah, so that's quite cool. Very cool. Takes care of load shedding. I mean, six months charge. Yeah, <sighs> load shedding is such a problem. Recharge your phone. So yeah, so that's the one cool thing about it. Um, the other thing, what we do in the tech show, we also do interest pieces and stories. And the one is the new, you know, those drones, those helicopters, and all those drones. Yeah. So there's new drone regulations that are coming out 1st of July where you're going to need a pilot's license to fly them. Dinkum, eh? Um, so you're going to need a pilot's license to fly these things. You're not allowed to fly them near people, near buildings. Has there been an accident or something that this has come to life? Oh, I'm sure just, there has. No, yeah. I'm sure there has. Otherwise, these regulations wouldn't be coming into yeah. effect. But the other story is that people are using the drones for, um, I suppose, purposes other than recreation. So, for example, flying over people's houses, into their pools, you know, you know, looking and spying and stuff. So there's been all that sort of stuff which have to... Like criminal activity. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, you want to do a recon on on someone's house about windows and the access points, whatever, get a drone drone and go over and see what's happening. Go into a secure complex 
which is no longer secure once you've got a drone. So there's all these regulations. So do you, do you have a drone? I do, but it's it's the size of my car key. Do you have a pilot's license? Well, the regulations haven't come into effect yet, Brent. Okay, until it cancel the first of July. <laughs> so if you ever see if you ever see Jason standing outside your house with the drone the size of his car key, you know there's a bit of a problem. So yeah, so I got one of those. So yeah, so we did that. So that'll be quite interesting. Crazy. Mm. Anything else you can bring us for middle of June? Any other um, good news? Any uh, techy uh, stuff? Uh, not really. It's actually been a very quiet month. Very, they, I'm very upset about the Apple Watch, and I keep um, tweeting Tim Cook. I keep saying, Brew, like, when am I getting my Apple Watch? Mm. It's only coming. Now we're the third tier. So the second tier gets launched on the 25th of June, which is every other country except for South Africa. Well, it's odd. I still find it very odd that they launched it in Australia. I mean, I find that odd. In fact, I think we get movies before Australia. Yes, we do. Yet the Apple Watch goes there first. Mm, maybe Tim Cook, Tim, Tim Cook, <laughs> Freudian slip. Maybe Tim Cook has got uh, got Australian roots. Sorry, Jason. Jason needs a moment to, <laughs> to breathe. All right, so we're pretty much running out of time. I don't think we have time for heads up, but I do have time for awesome South Africa. Uh, it's a book that I received from an amazing author with all sorts of amazing facts and all sorts of things about South Africa. I'm going to ask Jason to open up the book and give us some sort of interesting fact about awesome South Africa. You've got to turn the pages. (laughs) (laughs) We've lost Jason. Okay, so um, a very interesting fact... um, very South African, a very interesting South African fact is that um, the um, – oh, I had one just now, actually. What you was did. That? What was that one that I had just now? It was about endangered species. Oh, there are 43 animal species and 16 plant species that are on the brink of extinction in South Africa. It's not a very good news. No. Fact, Can you find one that's like youthy, maybe? Because um, it is youthy. youthy. Yeah. The World Tennis Awards. Do uh, it. Mm, no. This is the worst game ever. This is, <laughs> I'm trying to find a youthy story. Um, let's see. Um, one taxi driver, one one taxi, one driver, and 112 passengers. No, that's not very good. Hold on a second. 112 passengers and one taxi. South Africa enjoys one of the world's highest average daily hours of sunshine. Eight and a half hours of sunshine compared with 3.8 in London, 6.9 in New York, and 6.4 in Rome. That is an amazing okay. fact. That's so quite a, today... So it's all... Yes, for today, it's sunny outside, a bit cold across most of the country, but at least it's sunny, so that's cool. I think I'm going to start bringing in Jason for weather as well. So I'll do the weather report. Um, the Tugela Falls in KZN is the world's second highest waterfall. There we go. It's quite nice. Um, Oscar, no? Okay, we'll move on from uh, – there we go. Abseiling. Um the, uh, you know what? There are just too many to go through here. Okay? <laughs> all right? We'll be here all day. Um, In other words, you can't find anything to do with youth day. Oh, wait, wait. I have. Uh, so, no, right? You know what? Just get the book. So close. Just, just the get the book. the book. Awesome South Africa. It's an amazing book by Darren Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Group uh, effort. Correct. Uh, Google it. Mm, awesome South Africa. I'll put the link up as well. It's a book that I found that has just got these awesome facts and stats and all sorts of interesting tidbits about South Africa. She releases a new book every year, and um, I think it's it's important to share good news and good news stories. And it's exactly what Darren's doing. I'm going to try to get her on a show on our show. She's from Durban, so I'll have to pull her up here. 
um, to come in to Johannesburg. I think he's found one. Well, here, I mean, it's just it's bizarre. Um, these are South African world records. 780,000 venomous snakes. Bernard Keeter personally milked 780,000 venomous, venomous snakes, obtaining nearly 4,000 liters of venom over a 14-year period, and he was never bitten. Wow. That's a world record, South African world record. How's this? 189 liters of blood uh, were donated over 59 consecutive years by a Maurice Creswick. I think, yeah, we brought you the news about Jenna Lowe last week and, and the sad fact that she had passed away. But since then, uh, they've released a lot of stats about what she achieved in her lifetime. They had over 18,000 people that um, signed up to be organ donors mm. during her run. And South Africa, on average, only gets about 400 people a year or something stupid. People do not sign up to be organ donors. So she's done amazing stuff. And um, there will be, I think her parents, are, when they're ready, they'll be putting on a memorial. We will assist with that, which I'm pretty excited mm. to do. I actually didn't realize that it was her get me to my 21st. When I found that out the other day, yes, I, got, I was actually quite sore. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. She was. Mm. It was very sad. It was very sad. Um, sad friend, before we go, I would, I'd need to ask you, how do people stay up to date with you and get your new music? And get, where do they get Fierce from? Um, Fierce is on all music platforms. So your iTunes, your Androids, it's out there. Uh, my website is www.sanfran.coza. S-A-N-F-R-A-N. Yes. Where does the as name in, come from? Uh, it's my second name. Grandmother, father's side was Francis, as in St. Francis. But my mom said, hell no. The child's not going to be old-fashioned. So San for St. Fran for Francis. Oh. San, San Fran. Fran. Nothing to do with San Francisco. No. In case anyone was thinking about it. Well, um, her publicity artist, uh, what would you call it? Publicist. PR publicist. Yes, you never know. He's, he's, going he's going big. He's going <laughs> overseas. So who knows if she might not just be San Fran from San Fran, from South Africa in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit of a tongue twister. That could be quite a good action. San Fran and San Fran. <laughs> Boom. Think about it, Tim. Think about Boom. it, Tim. Um, San Fran. So people keep in touch with you. San Fran dot. Yep, and I've got a Facebook page, which is also San Fran, capital S, capital F. Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, uh, all over the show. So it's all San Fran user. That's the handle to use on Twitter. If you, and, and this is something I asked all my artists because I, I want to, and I just called you my artist. I've just owned you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All the artists you interview on your show. Correct. Yeah. Ah. Thanks for being politically correct. I always I always ask them because I'd like to know for myself which is the best social media platform to be mm -hmm. using. I am on all of them, and some of them I love, some of them I passionately hate because I do not understand them, like Snapchat or whatever it's called. I don't, know, yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand don't do it. People keep sending me Snapchats, and I'm like, what do I do with this? Mm. Wait, it's gone. What? What? It's crazy. <laughs> what are the biggest mediums for you? Um, I, I definitely, definitely enjoy Twitter. I think it's because it can be just so concise. You know, yeah. sometimes people can have a hack about nothing. So to the point, post a pic, whatever, follow, you know, I, so I love well. Twitter. Twitter is cool. It's instant. It's out there. It's punchy. It's fast. I love it. Jay, for you? <laughs> I don't use that. Yeah. Well, there you Listen, I, I must say, I'm not as, as socially uh, adept as, as you guys. So, I mean, I've got Twitter, I've got Instagram, and I have Facebook. But, uh, you know, I it is know. what it is. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. 
I enjoy Instagram more because of visual. That's, that's just how it is. Yeah. Every week I have a segment that's called Change One Thing Tuesday, and today is Tuesday, and it is time to change one thing. Uh, it's simple. Remember our history. Acknowledge the amazing people who have fought so hard to help build the country we have today. I think that is important. If there's one thing that you do today is take that into account, that there were people before you that created the space that you live in today, and just give them a second. Give them a little minute and, and read up on them. Go Google what Youth Day is all about. Have a quick read. Tell someone. Speak about it. And that will be my change one thing for today. Does that sound good? Sounds fantastic. Fantastic. You've been tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central, and we've spent the show chatting about really good stuff. I loved having you in studio, San Fran. I will bring you back. When you have your new single, um, I want to hear that. So I want to be here for that day. Okay. No problem. Jay, you're in. Thanks. You're in. You're you're in the circle, Brie. No problem. (laughs) Um, We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire each other. We're in this together, and the only way we'll get through this is together. I'm going to leave you with this for Youth Day. Youth is not a time of life. It is a state of of mind. It's not a matter of rosy cheeks, red lips, and supple knees. Knees. It is a matter of the will, quality of the imagination, a vigor of the emotions. It is the freshness of the deep springs of life. You can be youthful forever. Just remember that. Uh, that's the good stuff for this week. If you want to catch up with all the other podcasts, go onto iTunes or onto Brent Lindicue or onto CliffCentral.com or onto WeChat. There's so many different spaces where you can find us. Thanks and only good things. CliffCentral.com.